I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello, welcome to the Lost Boys pod, the uh, podcast where we, re- where we re-watch the TV show Lost, hence the name The Lost Boys, with you every step of the way. You have me, Jacob Stolworthy. Um, and me, Jack Shepard. Yeah, so we, we're a bit rusty because we ha- we, it's, we've, had, we've been busy, haven't we, Jack? We've been very busy. And I feel like I haven't even seen you. The Lost Boys have been torn apart by <laughs> life. I know, well, well, you've been working out lots. Yeah, and you've been shooting films. Yeah. We've been productive. We've been. It's been a productive year. We were just saying, it's been a very productive year for the both of us. Jacob's Jacob's hench now. No, I'm not. He's very hench. He's eating five meals a day. Yeah, having to send them all to his personal trainer. Crazy. Shout out to Lee. Shout out to Lee. Doesn't watch Lost. Probably won't listen to this, but let's hope he oh, knows. Well, good for him. Uh, but you've made a film, pal, which is yep. all the more impressive. Well, I haven't finished it. We've just we've shot it, mm. and we uh, edit. We've got an assembly cut now. Mm-hmm. And it's looking bad. So, <laughs> so we've got lo- lots and lots to do. Is there any um, Lost references in your film? Yeah, so I haven't told you this, have I? What so, is in there? So there are flashbacks in the film. And before each of the flat, there are either... So there are three flashbacks in the film. Yeah. And before each one, we've, we, have it, we're gonna, we haven't done the sound effects yet, but I was going to steal the one from Lost. I was thinking, you, <laughs> you know, were, the flashback one. Daylight robbery. We were thinking, well... Either we're going to just use the one from... We'll probably create our own. Yeah. But it's very... Finbar, who I'm making the film with, um, who's editing it. Who's your brother. And is my younger brother. He came up with the idea, not because of Lost. He hasn't watched any Lost. Mm. All he said was, oh, before each flashback, we should do like a deep bass rumble, but like backwards, so it goes like... you No, he just said that, and I was like, funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> You should uh, you should watch this little TV show called Lost. That's so you must have subconsciously known about the flashback noise. I feel like it's done in quite a few things. Okay, is it? Or maybe things have been influenced by Lost and done it. Yeah, but you know. Well, you should definitely. They might still make it. Any other references? Like oh, and the other references. So the toy, the the Jack Shepard stew gave me. Oh, the stew toy made it in. Yeah, it made it into the film. It's going places. Yeah. Oh man, just 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 shout out to Stuart again to thank him for coming on. Oh, of course. It was a joy, wasn't it? Oh, it was lovely. Listening was back to that podcast was so fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah, more, we'll have more of that definitely. Yeah. With the, with Stu and others, but mainly Stu. Yeah, Stu Stu's, Stu wants to be a regular, so Stu's a boy. We're all up for that. Um, so this week we have been watching uh, Lost. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> weirdly, um, we watched episode fourteen. We're on to episode 14, uh, Special, it's called Special, and it's the episode where Michael, uh, we finally get a Michael episode, it's where he locks, head with, uh, locks heads with Locke over um, his friendship with Walt, and in flashback we learn about uh, his fractured relationship with his son, whom he didn't know until they, kind of days before they crashed on the island. Um, what did you think of Special, Jack? I, again, not one of my favourite episodes. He's not enthused, ladies and gents. It's not enthused. This has not been the greatest run. It's probably been, you know, this has been a, a run of not great episodes. So wait, it? let me, let me, three episodes that you've now not loved? Yeah. 
Okay. So we had it was Shannon and Boone, wasn't it? Last, last week. week. The week before was Kate. Suitcase. That was the Kate. Yeah. That one was uh, slightly better. I think that's unfairly maligned. I really do. I don't know. I, it was that reveal again, wasn't it, with the toy plane that was. Which people have problems with the. I mean, lots of people online when we put out that episode and where they've been like atting us mm. said they also don't like that episode. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I stand by what I said about it being about the placement. If that came before a lot of the big episodes that preceded it, then it wouldn't be. Um, that doesn't mean it's much. good though. It just means that they could have done it differently. Uh, I d- yeah, I, but I think it is quite good. But it's not that good. It's like the whole reveal is silly like the Kate flashbacks are the best bit of that episode mm. what goes on the island like I can't even remember what happens on the island oh the the case where they're like throwing the it around and, yeah yeah but that's but then there's just the toy plane it makes no sense but it will that's so dumb but it will it's just yeah but it's not it's so anticlimactic first time you watch it Jacob yeah uh, from my experience yes <laughs> <laughs> not for the eighth time <laughs> it's uh it's just not that wasn't anyway we're not here to talk about that episode I know, people I love know our views on that episode we digress we, um, we're talking about special um, let, let's dive in uh, the opening Michael finds um, Walt uh, and he's with Locke and Boone mm. and Locke's teaching him to look in his mind's, look eye. In his mind's eye and throw the knife uh, into the tree mm. um, Walt does it and then Michael is very very annoyed uh, Boone very protective of Locke. <laughs> when he gets the knife in the thing, when <laughs> whoa, <laughs> that's such a silly cutaway to Boone. Just whoa, um, but yeah, he's not happy. He punches him in the face. Good yes. punch. Good. Oh yeah. Um, what Michael punching Boone? Yeah. He packs a punch. There are a couple of good punches in this episode. Actually, we do have a few good punches in this episode. Who's the other one? Oh, it's Charlie and Sawyer. Sawyer. That's the other. There's a really good sound effect in that one as well. It, you feel it, don't you? Yeah. It's like proper. <laughs> You hit like a punch. Yeah, so so uh, there's lots of beef, and it recurs throughout the episode. Um, what are you thinking of this? What are you thinking of the whole vibe? Well, I mean, we can talk... I mean, the whole vibe moves on drastically, doesn't it? It is like a... It, it's kind of resolved by the end of the episode, and that they're, they're cool. Yeah. They're cool because uh, he enlists the help of Locke to... Find Walt and Walt goes missing. And then, and then there's a comes polar across bear. a massive polar bear, but we'll talk about that it's later. the second polar bear we've seen. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, you could argue uh, we've seen another. What? Within the pages of the comic book that Walt is reading. Oh, yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. clock that. Which is, uh, we've seen it before. Walt reads that before the appearance of the polar bear the first time. And that com- that, that is a um, Green Lantern and Flash. You put in yeah, but because Walt has powers apparently, and now yeah. he's now now whenever he sees a polar bear, the polar bear appears on the island. And when he was Hello. reading about the uh, um, the birds, and the bird appeared, the bird Maybe hits the window. Maybe he needs to read about Vincent, and Vincent will come running along. Yeah. Hello. What's cool about that is it literally is there's no. I think Walt's reading about Egyptian birds or something, and then. He's oh no, he's reading about Australian birds. He's like, why can't we study Egyptian birds instead? And like the bird that he's reading, like literally appears outside the window. It's like that, that has no business being in this country. Yeah, I mean, when we were watching it, I was saying that, oh my god, he's an X Men. Yeah. he's a mutant or something like that. Like, in is fact, this going to be the big twist that Walt saves the day with his superpowers? Or <laughs> what do you do if they started if someone just developed superpowers? Um, I would, I would probably just laugh. 
Yeah. And I mean, people basically do have. I mean, Locke's basically got superpowers in this show. Now, if anything, it's the island that has superpowers uh, or yeah. special properties. Giving people superpowers. Ooh. I mean, this Ooh, episode is called Special Island. Special, yeah. Uh, special. Because he's special. So Damon Lindelof um, went asked to describe Walt's uh, special, you say powers, I say, I don't know, skills. Gift. <laughs> Gift. He described it as mythological magic. Kind of okay. like, kind of um, something that you'd see in like a Stephen King novel or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we actually had a tweet recently about how we've, we haven't actually spoken about Stephen King because there are a lot of... Uh, influences in there uh, Lindelof is a big big Stephen King fan um, you're a big Stephen King fan I do you? like Stephen King yeah I, admittedly more probably back when I first watched Lost I used to read Stephen King novels was that because of Lost? no it wasn't actually in fact it probably predated Lost you did something on Lost. your own <laughs> <laughs> I know Lost didn't generate all of my interests <laughs> I liked I actually liked things before Lost as well wow it's, it's bizarre hard to believe yeah no. Uh, I'm surprised you've had time in between watching us <laughs> to do anything else. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Listening to the Arctic Monkeys, maybe. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> cool if you listen to the Arctic Monkeys and they just appear in front of you like Walt style. Oh, I mean that's your wet dream. That'd be great. Um, um, but yeah, Stephen King. I I've yeah, never been into Stephen King. Have you not? I'd never like. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't know why. It feels like an American thing to be into. He's a big, I mean, big American. He's bigger over there. Big in the American literature game, but he is loved here. I mean, he's prolific, isn't he? Yeah, he writes so much. He does. He writes. And he's got so many good books, and I think what what the, the comparison that Lindelof's probably drawing is the way that these are ordinary people, and extraordinary things happen to them on this island. Very similar to what happens in a lot of Stephen King books. Mm. It's very ordinary. Usually, Maine. You say Maine, and it's very ordinary people, and then strange things start going on yeah um, but yeah I think the Walt special thing is like I think it's quite believable in the context of this show yeah uh, because it's, they're not going we're not it's not like a big reveal like he has superpowers it's like oh that's a bit weird isn't it yeah. but it could just be coincidence yeah I mean at the moment is that whole it could be coincidence it could just be you know luck mm. we don't know at the moment um, and of course luck's like he needs to re he he needs to realise his potential on this island. He's different and all this, yeah. which rubs Michael up the wrong way. And even um, Walt's um, adopted father, adoptive father Brian recognises it. But Mike, Michael's blinded by love. Oh, for his boy, Michael. I know it's been difficult to bond with your son. You know why he's formed an attachment to me? Because I treat him like an adult, you still treat him like a boy. He's ten years old. He's been through more than most people in their entire lifetimes. You haven't spent enough time with him to see it, but he's different. What did you say? And we're not back home, Michael. As long as we're here, I think Walt should be allowed to realise his potential. Let's talk about Michael. We we get to glimpse um, into the life of Michael, which was is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what what's your so do you want to do you want to talk us through that? Yeah, I think it. I mean, so we find out about his wife and. Her trying to, you know, running away to Amsterdam with the kid and stuff. It's just really sad. It's just, you know, really feels really unfair because this guy just wants to love his kid and she's running away. And then even off, and the, the dad, you know, this guy Brian Porter. Yes, yeah, his name, yeah. He doesn't well even like mate. the kid. He doesn't even want to adopt he just, him. He just, he just is, he's he thinking does it of for his, the bang. Yeah, he does. Well, I've, 
Yeah, in no uncertain terms. He, he does say some, something similar to Michael. It's did it because she wanted me to, right? Yeah. And and Michael is so... What I like about Michael, I find it, it's... Harold Perrineau, who plays Michael, has a tough job in his hands because he's, he's literally just kind of being the annoying father. Mm. And obviously, like a bit like Boone and Shan, I know you don't like them, but before you kind of realise their backstory, they are really annoying and then you could kind of maybe... I still don't See like what I know you don't. I kind of do. But Michael is the same. Like, he's been going around, but we didn't really know his story. We knew that Walt's mum died and that Michael barely had a relationship with um, Walt, barely had a relationship with his father. Yeah. But Michael is, like, really, like, even after Brian reveals that, he's not bitter. He's like, man, like, Walt, like, you're the only father Walt knows. It's not right for me to now take him, take him back. Yeah, he's understanding he, of he's it. He's very, very always, like, what's best for Walt. Yeah, that's, I mean, he, because he seems like a good father in the flashbacks because he's just trying to be with his son. But then you can tell that, you know, eight years passed between the first excited flashback and now because he's a fucking terrible father on the island. Yeah. He's just having a go at everyone and just stressing out. And that's not how it's done. That's like, because he keeps calling his son, like, be careful, man. Little man. man. But it's kind of like, that's not... Like, I can't imagine my dad being like, hey, man, mm. watch out, man. It's kind of, you don't have to do that. That's like a, what you do with like, your mate. Yeah. You'd be like, right, man. You don't go like, I wouldn't say that to my dad. Mm. I get what you mean. It's, maybe, tough, it's a very tough situation he's been thrown into. Yeah. And that's like, what I mean. It's that disconnect. Like, he hasn't been a father for eight years. Yeah. He's probably tried to just forget about it because mm. he's had no choice. You know, he hasn't even moved on with, like, another kid or a woman or something. Well, we don't know for sure, but yeah. it seems that way. Mm. Um, He's, like, living a bit of, like, a lonely existence, really. Yeah. I uh, don't yeah. know what he does. Do we know what he does? Construction. Oh, so he's, like, yeah. a freelance construction worker. And he, oh, we've yeah, seen him. finding times are tough, isn't he? Yeah. And we've seen him, like, in action... Uh, in the caves. In action the caves. Yeah. And now he, he wants to... Um, build a raft he wants to build a raft the first mention of the raft that Michael and no one else is really keen on but Michael's like well screw you guys I'm which is so dumb I can't believe other people aren't keen on this Mm. like that would be one of my first fucking ideas it's weird because Michael's ideas are usually kind of like thrown to the wayside quite quite a lot and it's actually quite a decent idea especially when they've got a guy who is definitely like a skilled construction worker yeah. Like he knows how well, to build a raft. Also, like, there's loads of... A raft. Like, they've got so loads of stuff like that, that floats. We, and we, loads of we need a little like, optimism here, okay? Really and, and we got to do something, because let's be honest, well, there are 40 no one's coming. Mm. Well, there were, but... Yeah. yeah. But, you know, surely you could build something of some substance. Yeah. Once they've established, you know, they've got their little tents now. Mm. They've got water from the caves. I don't know if they want much food. But what's the name? Sun's planting stuff. And sun's planting stuff. I mean, Locke and Boone are coming home empty-handed because they're f- simply not looking for it. Yeah, they're just... Try- we've met- yeah, okay. Something that slightly annoyed me about this episode. I mean, Claire's back now, which we yes. haven't come on to. But like, yes. for the whole thing, I know Charlie's been reading the diary and stuff. Mm. They probably should have read that anyway because it might have had clues anyway. Like, it doesn't matter that it's her personal stuff. That doesn't matter... You know, she's been missing. But also, she's been missing for a week and no one's bothered to, like, have another look. You know, they, they did it once and it was like, that'll do. <laughs> uh, you know, we won't go back and supply and then go, like, go out again and look for her. No, but where she, do they look? Stop. Where do they start? They go to where <laughs> fucking Ethan knocked him out. <laughs> we haven't seen Ethan for ages. Just go to where he knocked Jack out and then try and work your way from there. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I yeah, I guess it's just... 
they've been padding time until they can just bring Claire back. <laughs> oh, yeah, basically. But, you know, they, they, I think they're, they're just trying to work out a game plan, you know. You don't just want to be running around the island when there's, like, monsters and God knows what else out there. Who? Oh. Polar bears that walks making I thought you were talking about the writers are trying to come up with a game plan, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Charlie Reed and Claire's Diary, what do you think of all that, set, that, that scene? I think I love... The scene goes, oh. Yeah, the scene goes, when he gets it from Sawyer, and Sawyer's like making out he's ready, and Kate's like, you didn't, did you? He's like, nah, not not yet. Didn't get around to it. He's like, Sawyer, you're so funny. You just want to be hated. I like, yeah, that's funny scene by Sawyer. He just wants to be hated by Kate. He just loves the attention from Kate. He does, doesn't he? That's what he loves. I tell you what, it gets funnier every watch. Who can blame him? All that, that stuff. Who can blame him? Ugh. Moment for Kate. <laughs> um, but yeah, in Claire's diary, because Charlie does read it, because that's sort of guy he is I guess you, it's good but I don't think Charlie should have been the one to read it like you say people should have read it I don't think Charlie should have been the one he's too interested and too yeah. involved um, in the situation um, but he reads about um, Claire writing that she keeps having a dream about the black rock well first she calls him a cutie or something she does she says she feels safe when he's around well, who feels safe with Charlie that was before she realised he was a heroin addict yeah Anyway, but so the Black Rock. Yes. Which, which the French lady mentioned. Yeah. And then so it sides like, oh, maybe this is what it's all pointing to in the on the map. Yeah. That the fish song was telling <laughs> The fish song. The fish song. <laughs> when Jack's just like, what? <laughs> like, Shannon, one, why are you here? Two, the fish song? Like, what the hell? He's just like, what is going on between these two? Yeah. He's like everyone who's watching the show, just like, this is so unbelievable. This is strange. So yeah. you deserve so much better. <laughs> oh, leave Shannon alone. She's all right. Is um, she? She's so boring. She's all right. So yeah, the Black Rock, all this... Banged her brother. Sorry. All this stuff that uh, Saeed discerned from being with a Frenchwoman is kind of linking back in ways. Um, I remember asking you before, but... If you had to guess now, what would you say the Black Rock is? I still don't know. So it's obviously where... I mean, I imagine it is like a signatory for a place where they, where Claire was taken to. Do you think it's got something to do with Claire? Yeah, I mean, to? I'm not. we didn't see. I'm not sure if we saw whether she was pregnant still or not. I'm not sure if you could tell. It was quite dark, wasn't Interesting. it? Interesting. Yeah, it was dark. I was thinking... I mean, the, my theory towards that I'm not sure if I've said it on this I think I was just thinking about it it was more like I like that you're thinking about Lost outside of hours yeah Lost Boys hours well I was thinking maybe she's like been taken there and it's like a sacrifice type vibe oh my god going on I think they've ripped the baby out of her tummy yeah maybe eaten it or something you sick bastard well I don't know maybe it's very apocalypse but um I'm in a room with a very very cosy sound booth review and you're terrifying the shit out of me (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Should we? Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously I can't say, because I know. Yeah, I know you know. But no, uh, that's my, that's my, well, I, I mean, maybe they haven't ripped, I mean, maybe they have ripped out a baby. They did, well, they went for her out of everyone. It's got to do something with the baby. We've mentioned the baby before that it's something to do with the baby. Well, yeah, because we see she, she's having the dreams that aren't dreams of someone trying to inject her with something in her belly. And get the baby. Um. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's what, or maybe they're trying to breed some weird thing and, I don't know. Maybe they're stuffing her with chemicals then trying to get some weird mutant baby. But either way... I mean, the island's got powers, man. So anything is possible. The island's talking to them with the whispers. So, But you're hoping that we'll find out soon, considering Claire is now back. Yeah. I She's, mean, hopefully we'll find out 
this coming episode. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but Barbie's like, you never know. <laughs> I love always, like, that's when, um, just how vast the island is, and yet people always manage to like bump into each other. Yeah. So, I love that. Like, that's never been a problem for me, but I can see why some people would be like, oh, for God's sake. Of course, they're there at the moment. Claire stumbles out of the jungle. It's also like when they were night. looking for the kid, were looking for Walt earlier. Yeah. And they kind of just managed to track him down straight away. Yeah. I mean, they did have a lock. I do, th- these guys have a lock. They do have a lock. The so. polar bear scene. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, the, the, the effects were done through, obviously, it was computer generated. Um, and it had the animatronic head and puppeteers um, wearing bear arms when they were like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there are obviously some CG scenes. Uh, should we talk about them? Because <laughs> it, it makes me laugh. It's like, oh, yeah, the budget was got, went on the pilot, didn't it? <laughs> because it, is, it, it doesn't look great. No, when the bear... when you Especially that wide shot of the bear trying to, like, clamber in. Yeah. And just like... Ooh, it kind of cracks me up. Ah, oh, yeah, it's quite funny. And then you've got the bit where they're like doing the tightrope walk, Locke and Michael. <laughs> yeah. And then Michael kind of slips, and Locke just turns around and grabs him. Yeah. But you don't. They kind of cut do it so you can only see the top of their bodies, mm. and so you kind of it looks really kind of like weird. And you're just like, wait, how is Locke that balanced and Michael's that unbalanced? Because they're on like the same bit. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't understand how that happened. It's not like Locke's on a platform or something yeah. with stability. But Locke's seeing it for, in his mind's eye, isn't he? <sighs> Locke's, Locke can walk now, so, yeah. Yeah, you think yes. for a guy who couldn't walk, he wouldn't have that good balance. But, <laughs> but he does, because he's Locke and he's a ledge. Um, I like that uh, Locke's got on um, reserve, just that whistle, that whenever Vincent goes missing, he just gets the whistle that you can't, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Good. We I didn't see much of Jack this episode, did we? No, Jack was kind of just sat know. around like, listening to others. Yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah, because we missed, a, we didn't have any Jack and Locke scenes, and those are the good ones. Those are the ones that you, we all wait for, like the, breath. The tension between Locke and Michael, mm. like, just to go, go back to that very first question, was it is a bit one-sided. Like, it's obvious that Locke has the upper hand. Like, he's just mentally or so there's something where he just seems like the more dominant well I, one I, again I think it speaks to the fact that Michael people just kind of like disregard him a little bit like mm. you know when they're all running out to try and find Claire and Char- um, Charlie mm. and Michael suggests helping and Locke just like shuts him down yeah he's like I'm going north it's just you try south like just completely yeah. like gives him the cu- the cubbish and yeah. well Locke also has the like uphander over Walt as well which yeah. is obviously something that is on Michael's mind because that's why he gets so like defensive about it mm. and a bit like you know mm. some he's almost like a I don't know he's well, really defensive about Walt maybe now there's a change now because they're of, yeah because they're friends and also two and a half men yeah, you were like, it's like two and a half men. That's the like, spin-off. That would have been a terrific spin-off. <laughs> two and a half men of Locking would have been incredible. Um, <laughs> but the the um, there's a nice little bit of bonding with Michael and Walt at the end when yeah. Michael, he finds those photos and all the letters and stuff. Um, in last week's episode, we see him find it and he's like, ah, oh, smiling. And then we see the payoff in this week where he obviously wrote all the letters for eight years that his mum, Walt's mum, um, Susan kept from him and you see Walt realise that and I think it really warms him to his father yeah definitely it's a nice scene because I do find the flashbacks really heartbreaking yeah 
Um, so it's a nice payoff, and all, obviously it's really good to see Walt see the joke that Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> joke which belongs on a penguin bar. Yeah, yeah. What was it? It was like what? What's black and white and red all over? And yeah. It was like a newspaper, and then the nurses. Um, was it? A sunburnt penguin. Oh, it's awful. I can imagine it's such a Jacob joke as well. I mean, I've got to say, it's one of them things that I can imagine them in the writers' room going, "We need a joke." that they could be like, oh, it's dumb, and it's like kind of dumb, but some people would find funny. But I really think they could have come up with a better one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... Even me, who laughs at everything. It's like the most basic joke in the book, you know? <laughs> it's it's not funny. It's just so <laughs> dumb. I love it. It's just It just made me laugh. And but that's what I mean. Like, they even go, both of them go each time. It's really dumb. But Michael didn't know. What did he say first time? He was he like... He goes, a newspaper. A newspaper, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of funny. Yeah, that's like... More. Clever, yeah, that's better. But that's what I mean. Like the joke, like disarms you in the whole. It's like, oh, it literally, it's just silly visual. Uh, yeah, you're like it's dumb, and he, he, he's it's dumb. I'm glad he drew it. Everyone was saying the word dumb. It's great. A penguin with the sunburn. That's dumb. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. That's what I mean. When you at one point you were like, Michael is a terrible father. And it cuts to the next thing. He's like drawing this amazing thing out, but he's a great painter. He's a great illustrator. Mm. Yeah, I like Michael. He's a man of many skills. I mean, he's not. I didn't mean it in like he's a terrible father. Yeah, I mean, he, he did. No, but he doesn't mean to be. This is what I meant by the eight years because he's had eight years off. Yeah, he's you know, had he eight years off. He wanted to be that caring guy, and now he's trying to make up for time. Mm. You know, he's trying to be like all way too. It's like overboard. Mm. It's like he hasn't had that time to be like annoyed at the kid and not like him and stuff. It's yeah. Kind of, it's all a bit too much. Now they're stuck on this island together. They're like thrust together, aren't they? Yeah. Especially when like his mum's died just like a few weeks before. Walt's yeah. I, like, I, I really like the initiative where Michael was like, yeah, Brian said you can have Vincent, the dog. Yeah, and he did yeah. it and it's like great. That's like terrific. You can tell he just makes it up on the yeah, spot. Yeah, it's so brilliant. Because he's doing him like a, ser- a service in like not telling Walt that he's actually a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. The guy who he's known as his dad for eight years. Mm. I like that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think, for me, this episode is lower down uh, the list in terms of favourite episodes of this season for me as well. But it's not... It's it's a watchable episode. It's very watchable. It is watchable. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. It's just kind of like... It feels like it like it plods along nicely. It's fine. Yeah. Like, it feels fine. Mm. Like, there are lots of scenes where people were sitting around and talking, mm. especially the, all the ones with Jack in. And I realised they keep, they film it in this way that kind of... It's like moving it's around. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like panning around them. But you could easily... It's just three guys sitting there yeah. talking. And it's like, actually, they're not even talking about anything that's that interesting. <laughs> they're kind of like, you know, it's like they're building up the map stuff. But, like, you don't really know where the map stuff's going mm. or what that's about. And at the same time, I was like, just remember the Black Rock thing. I'm surprised it took this long for Saeed to put it in there. Like, mm. one of the only things he was told by this French woman. And he's gone, oh, my God, actually, now you've <laughs> mentioned it. I kind of get it. It's like, dude, <laughs> what? Um, but the fish song. Um, <laughs> so, the fish song. Yeah. Love the fish song. <sighs> I uh, Yeah, you could tell it's like they're just, like, kind of dangling the carrot that is... Like the mysteries that are still like hanging, yeah. While the character development goes on around it, yeah. Because you know, at the end of the day, each character does need their moment. Yeah. Talking of which, which character would you like to see a flashback of next week? Well, I mean, I'm still 
I'm hoping for Claire, I guess, because yeah. now she's back and it would be, that would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have hinted that next week's episode is not one of your favourite ones. I did hint that. So maybe... I shouldn't say that to you before we've seen the episode. That kind of colours your opinion because you, you obviously... you. I, I feel like I don't care about your... I mean, I, I care say, about your opinion. Obviously, my opinion means so much to you. I mean, yeah. My, uh, I mean, it does a little bit. Yeah, Jack, like, if, we, <laughs> if we go for lunch, Jack's like, I'm going to get something and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get this and you're like, yeah, sure, I'm going to get that as well. I'm joking, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I do not. Um, it's like, Jack, just do your own thing. No, like when I you tell, tell someone at school you're going to get something and the next thing you know, you've got it. I think so Jack does. I feel like I'm probably the opposite of that. But <laughs> you if, you, if you like you something, I'm like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> it was like on... Um, Which is why it's frustrating doing this podcast with you. <laughs> I did, went on a letterbox the other day because mm. um, I watched North by Northwest over the weekend mm. and I saw you'd put like five star... <laughs> And it made me, I was just like, I was going to go four star, but I might go three and a half now. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're just plain silly then, aren't you? That film is, it's good. It's five star. It's not five star. It's five star classic. I think it's too, because it's been spoofed so much. This is the problem I also have with The Godfather a bit. Mm. That I think so much is influenced by it and so much like spoofs that those two films that I almost can't enjoy it in the same way. That it's almost like I can, I'm laughing slightly at it because I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, fighting in on Mount Rushmore. Mm. Like, it's it's silly, but it's silly in a way that like now everyone's joked about it so much. It's but kind it's of just, like, it remains an incredible set piece. Yeah, I, see, I didn't, I did like if I watched that, when I was watching it, I was a bit like, I kept thinking of The Simpsons. Yeah first so then I was just like because I was watching my mum I was like oh this bit's in the symptoms um, and then I was also was she like shut up and watching it watching yeah it. no she was kind of the same as me I think we were both kind of we weren't in awe of it and it didn't help my dad was also in the room mm. he did he was not liking it at all really he was, re- he was just like this is so dumb the shepherd's own like Hitchcock Hitchcock no or I like it I'd, I'd liked it this is what I mean it's like to me it was four star it just wasn't five right like I can see why like, you know, for a 1959 film, it's really tight. Mm. And it's obviously well edited for the time. And it's got some really interesting shots. But because it's been done so much, like, you know, it's it's a James Bond film, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like it follows the same beats. Like, oh, my God, like, you know, the twists and turns. You know, we were saying beforehand, we were just like, oh, she's the whatever. And, you know, you kind of, you saw everything coming. And I think that took away from it a bit because mm. it wasn't, you know, if I'd seen that the first time and I hadn't seen anything else, then I would have been like, yeah, this yeah, is Yeah, see, amazing. I watched it when I was like 11. Yeah. So I can imagine that. And this is why, like, some of the other Hitchcock films, it's slightly... Because it, they're perhaps slightly less well-known mm. or... I mean, the only other one is, like... I mean, Psycho. But Psycho feels like... Because nothing's been able to do that since. Mm. It kind of feels very... It felt very different when I watched that. Like, that's a five-star film. Yeah. Um... But I'm still making my way through all the Hitchcock ones. Good man. Yeah. Hitchcock watch. Yeah. Well, I bought his Masterpieces collection, mm. which North by Northwest wasn't on. Mm. It was like, which I, it was just on Amazon Prime. So yeah, I've moment. seen it it's on Amazon Prime, yeah. Yeah. Good film though. I uh, I watched, uh, the other day I watched Primal Fear, which is a early 90s. Um, Everyone's uh, turning off now. Everyone's like, quite, what are they talking about? There's, there's a reason I'm talking about this because okay. John Locke showed up in it. <laughs> Terry O'Quinn, <laughs> as well as Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So I was loving it. Um, 
But yeah, John, John Locke, Terry O'Quinn with a moustache. With a moustache? Not a lot of hair, but, but moustache. How is he looking with this? The tash. With the tash, it's great. I remember I watched Terry O'Quinn once in a made-for-TV film called Don't Talk to Strangers, starring Pierce Brosnan, and he had a big old moustache in that as well. I think it was like a, a, nine, a 90s look for Terry O'Quinn. Tezza loved the tash. That's so funny. Tezza tash. What colour is his tash? Is that brown? Has he got brown hair? Yeah, brown. Yeah. really imagine him with like proper hair and without a scar on his face. Well, wait for some future flashbacks, perhaps. And I don't want to Google his Wig name. alert! I don't want <laughs> This is the thing I want to Google. Don't Google his these, name. I want to Google all these people's names to have a look at them, but then I'm worried about spoilers. Yeah, just don't. I mean, I'm, you've done really well as as it is, and I'm I'm proud. We're not even like a tenth of the way through, as you might be a tenth. Just take it one season at a time, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the way we got to do this. Take it one season at a time. Yeah. Um. So you're hopeful next week for a Claire flashback. Yeah. Although um, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay, so who, who who do you think it is? I think they'll just go someone really fucking random because they'll just want to be... They won't want to give too much away about Claire mm. straight away. So they're just going to go like Hurley. It okay. was a bit of a non-Hurley episode, this one. We didn't, didn't have a lot, did we? We only had... What did we have? We had the bit where he says... He's a bad dad. Yeah, he hates it, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he hates it. Yeah. Oh, he hates it. Um, um, that's about it for him. That, oh, he told well, Michael as well. He's like, your son's gone. Walkies, pal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to find him. <laughs> you uh, need to find your son. You're a bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hero of the week. Hero of we the haven't week. done that in a while. No, we haven't. Uh, we also I'll tell you what we haven't done as well is the uh, early doors when you go season three episode eight. Oh yeah, yeah that's because I know you just get it right. I'm kind of. <laughs> I boring. feel like it played out quite quickly. I think because we were doing it ourselves, not on the podcast. Yeah. So it got played out quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what was? It? Uh, hero of the week, hero of the week, hero of the week. Jack's hero of the week. Um, Jack's hero of the week. <laughs> we need a big voiceover. You know? Jack's hero of the week is... <laughs> um, probably Michael. Good, I'm glad you say that, yeah. And I think he is, in many ways... He is the literal hero as well, because he jumps down to save his son. There we go. So, yeah. Hero and I feel like Michael Easy. doesn't get picked to be... Wouldn't get picked by a lot of people to be a hero. So I'm glad that you were doing that, and I too do that. I champion that. Michael, you're a hero. Thank you, Jacob. Glad, you, glad you're on his side. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, oh, look at that. What's that I fell from? over this morning when I got out of bed. I fell, onto, I fell onto my TV. How dumb is that? I was literally, I, got, I stood up, I walked straight over to my chest of drawers and fell over. And Sophie... Did she get it on camera? No, no, no. Damn. She was in bed still, and she just like she just saw me falling down, and was just like, but she got up and she was like, what, 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 like really loudly, and Dad just was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was just like, oh my, like I think what I just had a massive on? head rush. Right. I didn't trip over anything. I just kind of like collapsed. Yeah. Because I, I I was trying to like hold myself, and now I've got fucking scratches all over my arms. Well, you're a buffoon, pal. I'm such an idiot. Mate, I, I, I was. If, if was you like, were injured and we couldn't do The Lost Boys... I'm just too tired at the moment. My life is just... It's, it's well, mate. It's, I, I, it's I, too I much. can't promise there won't be some future episodes in Lost where some twists won't make you fall over and surprise. <laughs> Until then. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Where can um, they find us? Uh, we're on Twitter... Uh, at Lost Boys Pod. Yeah, keep tweeting us. It's been fun. I love it. I love getting tweets. I love it. We're not as responsive as we should have been in the last few weeks. We haven't been. Uh, we have been busy, but we will. We will. We're trying to do more. Get there. Yeah, and we, we just we'd have all the, the the feedback and 
please uh, find us um, on iTunes to subscribe and give us ratings and tell your friends and regardless of where they live tell people that you know overseas we want yeah. as more people as possible don't know do it yeah a bit much uh, I'm on Jacob underscore Stoll and I'm Jack you're on Jack J Shepherd um, we're on SoundCloud and the like um, yeah thank you for listening and we shall see you next week for uh, episode 15 I was about to say whose episode it was oh Ooh. god I nearly slipped up we're gonna go before it's too late episode 15 holler see ya see ya thank you Claire?